following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in our state. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. I do want to give a shout-out to the crew at 100.9 FM in Midland, Bay City, Saginaw. They're getting ready for another high school season. They carry the Great Lakes Loons, the Dodgers High A affiliate. One of the best minor league teams in baseball. Thank you uh, to everybody at 100.9 FM and Jim Fetterling, the CEO at Dow, good friend, Bill Stavropoulos. Uh, Just a great radio station. And part of what I love about my job, that I can travel the state, that I meet people from all across Michigan who listen on different stations. Met a group here today at Tullymore. They're from Rockford. They listen on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, just mobbed. It's kind of like the Beastie Boys back in the day walking down Times Square. Chris Ballas with women just flocking to him from Poamo to Traverse City down to Dexter. He is the man. He's suave. He can talk about Michigan like James Bond could in any movie. He goes, you know what? I don't think Harbaugh likes a suspension. Would you like a dry or wet martini? Uh, Ballas, how you doing, man? Everything good? You guys good? Skeen, you good? I mean, we're a little excited about our conversation today. We still have a Harbaugh hangover uh, from yesterday, I'll begin with you, Ballas. Uh, what's the latest? Uh, your intel from the Wolverine.com. Uh, was this something Hardball wanted to happen, wanted to uh, do this? Uh, was he forced to do it? Is he happy about it? Ballas, deliver the news to the people of Michigan. Yeah, as we did yesterday, right, when we uh, when we broke the story from from the golf course. Crazy, isn't it, how uh, every time it seems you're in a swimming pool or on the golf course or something, something happens. But you know what? Uh, I don't think Jim Harbaugh 
is happy about it and speaking to the people inside the building uh, at Schembechler Hall. In fact, uh, the way it was described to us was Michigan has given me a three-game suspension, and I think it's something that he knew about. I don't think it blindsided him, but I do think they told him, hey, this is what we're going to do, and that's just the way it's going to be. So, which is, you know, probably not going to make him very happy. But at the same time, uh, what do you do, right? You've got the NCAA coming after you, and they have basically decided that Michigan is going to be the in their crosshairs at this point, and Jim Harbaugh is going to be in their crosshairs. So he's accepted it. He will take the three games, and then we'll see what happens next year. This is not the end of it. As we reported yesterday, the NCAA has accepted the one-game suspensions for Sharon Moore and Grant Newsom, but not the final word on Jim Harbaugh being the three games. Hey, I don't mean to be the guy who's going to rush anybody inside the athletic department at the University of Michigan, but they do open their season a week from Saturday, and I don't know who the acting head coach is going to be. Yeah, and they've said that. They said they will announce it at a later date who the interim oh, will be. A later date? Okay. Yeah. Well, take your time over there in Ann Arbor. <laughs> I don't think they care what we think as long as they understand in the building. I think Kirk Campbell's going to be calling a lot of the plays. Uh, he's basically Sharon Moore's right-hand man, the new quarterback's coach, and I think he's more than capable. He had some input on the game plan last year. Mike Hart was an associate head coach at Indiana. Mike Hart's going to be a head coach somewhere someday in the, in the not-too-distant future, in my opinion. But he loves Michigan, and he loves it here. So they've got a lot of minds in there. It's not ideal, right? You would love to have that cohesion scheme among the coaches and everything else as they're game planning going into Big Ten season. But it's not certainly not a death knell on the season for a team that is talented as Michigan. Is it still weird? I, I said it was weird yesterday, 24 hours ago, that you're going to announce a suspension. You want to immediately say, this guy is our interim head coach until Harbaugh comes back. Skeen, and by the way, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. Him and Ballas do the monster Michigan football podcast you can listen to at thewolverine.com. Doug, I said it yesterday. I know we talked on the course today at Tullymore, and we're here for our annual Tullymore Golf Resort Fall Football Summit in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Less than an hour north of GR, you can book your Tullymore getaway, tea time, stay and play package for the fall or 2024 right now at TullymoreGolf.com. But uh, skiing, as I hear nothing from Michigan, and we mentioned what is it now, 10 days out on the first game. Uh, we hear the intel from Ballas that Harbaugh isn't happy. This doesn't seem like good timing. And no head coach is named. It seems like a rush decision that we don't know yet if Harbaugh was in a room or just told what he was supposed to do and get a three-game suspension. But I, I just think it... Uh, there's a lot more to the story than, than than is out there right now. If what Chris is saying is absolutely true, then I, I believe it is true. Yeah, I Ballas believe that to be the lied. case. Yeah. Then, then clearly this was uh, some people saying, "Oh, hey, maybe we should do something before the season starts." Uh, oh, by the way, the season starts in ten days. Let's pull the trigger and suspend our coach, and he didn't know anything about it, or or was given short notice. The whole thing kind of sucks, and and it's. As we talked about yesterday, it's a distraction for the coaching staff. It's a disruption of the coaching staff. It's a distraction for this team. The timing uh, going into the season and, and the fortunate, I guess, schedule that Michigan has in September 
should not, it shouldn't create any kind of major hurdles that this roster is not going to be able to get over. But it certainly generates a lot of questions about how this season's going to go with this hanging around. And hopefully it'll be over with by October and we can focus on the football. But that still creates more questions that are going to linger on into next year. And we were discussing this a little bit at lunch today about it's it's absolutely apples and oranges. But when Urban Meyer was suspended at Ohio State for very different reasons, obviously, uh, he was red, right? Pretty red asked about the whole thing. And, yeah. and, 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 and he was gone a year later. He left. Um, will that be the case? Again, very apples and oranges here at Michigan. Jim's probably not very happy about this, the way it's being handled, because I think this is an integrity question. And I think this is challenging the man's integrity. And if anybody does that, most most guys are going to get pretty upset, right? You're, you're calling me a liar, basically, is what you're doing. And, and the people that, 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 that are above me that I have to report to are basically telling the world, yeah, we think you kind of lied, so we're going to go along with the NCAA and suspend you on this. So I can understand why the guy is upset. And, and I think everything about his future is now back on the table in question. Especially when, you know what, he understands what he's going against, Bill, on the recruiting trail, and he sees what's going on at these other programs, and he already feels like he's doing it with a, a hand and a, one hand and one arm tied behind his back. So, But you know what, I, like he said yesterday in his statement, don't get bitter, get better, like we said on the golf course Which today. is our, Yeah, it's our golf motto It now. is now, <laughs> absolutely, which made for a wonderful day, especially since... We, we, we took care of business against John Borden and Doug Skeen on the was, beautiful Tullamore 18-hole layout, which is ranked by Golf Digest, number 14 public or private course in the state of Michigan, number 73 in America. John Borden experienced its high ranking today. John currently is driving home, uh, wailing like a little kid. I He's going to get golf counseling. I think is what he's he just doing. he just left. He threw his ball into the water. He really and just did. Left. Yeah, he did. And I will. So we won't talk about what these guys did to us yesterday, Billy. We got destroyed. So, yes, destroyed. we did. Yeah, so, you know, one, one thing I'm going to say. One, one thing I'm going to say about this Harbaugh stuff. He he had to use the last two years as kind of reclaiming his name. He did. Okay. After you know, in award reportedly wanted him gone. The Minnesota fiasco, the contract dangling in the wind before that. Yeah. Uh, I personally believe, and I'll say this, that the university imposing the three-game suspension. And Chris, what you're hearing with your intel from Ann Arbor with your Wolverine.com team, I, I a year from now, one thing I'll say: either Harbaugh's there. Or Ward Manuel's there. I don't think both are there a year from now. That's well, my prediction. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bill, that, that's, both, I'm just it's my yep. gut here on on the vibe yep. of this. They're both under contract is the thing. And if Jim Harbaugh doesn't have any other options, then he'll be the Michigan coach. And and you know what? The last two years he's had very limited NFL options, and he's not getting any younger. And as Doug Skeen has said many times, you've got to have a passing offense in the in the NFL these days. And Michigan is old school. A they're, dynamic, a dynamic passing offense. Passing offense words that you use and you've got it you know what they've got the the old school rush offense so who knows but i do know that jim harbaugh is not going to use this as, as an excuse uh he's going to go out there and you know what i think of tom brady when he got suspended those four games for deflate gate and then he's holding up the trophy that is handed to him by the commissioner at the end of the year oh, and i could see jim harbaugh just saying hey you yep. know thanks guys thanks for the extra motivation you know doug uh you're you're 
you talked about all the relationships you still have with people at Michigan and people you played with at Michigan and those that were there in Ann Arbor at the time. But Harbaugh took a pay cut. Harbaugh, uh, Harbaugh had the, the contract, uh, you know, no rush to do it. There's no rush to name who the coach is going to be. There's this out-of-the-blue, self-imposed, three-game suspension that at least from the outside looking in, Harbaugh isn't happy, so he was told it's going to happen. I asked you, I asked Ballas and Borton earlier at lunch, why wouldn't Harbaugh just tell him to stick it? Because that might be exactly what some want inside Michigan, where Harbaugh would be indefinitely suspended for refusing to follow NCAA and University of Michigan protocol. This is sad, guys. You're the number two team in the country. You've had two of the greatest years in Michigan football history outside of the national championship year. And you got this drama, and I sit here doing a statewide sports radio show on the patio of the beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort, and I don't know who the head coach for Michigan is a week from Saturday, Chris. Yeah, I don't think they care. Who knows? You know, I think in the building they know, and they're going to go. Have you ever heard, again, I Mm -hmm. compare Michigan. To other schools, when a coach is suspended, a coach has a personal issue, immediately what's the first thing you hear, Skane? Well, Bill, you just said when you compare Michigan to other schools, you you have to take into account other schools' administrative staffing, presidents, athletic directors, certainly alumni and fans approach Michigan with a different level of rabidness, if you will, viciousness, uh, frothing at the mouth fans in, in a fan base that don't care about all the other things. They just want to win football games, and we can go down the list of those schools that would probably fit that bill. Michigan's not one of them. Michigan has always sort of you know, held their chin high and fixed our bow tie and said, we're Michigan, and yeah, we want to win football games, but oh, by the way, we're Michigan and you're not. And so, therefore, we have this higher level of expectations because we're the, we're the Block M and the Maize and Blue and this and that. And so, therefore, this is why I think if this were another school, Jim Harbaugh is not suspended for three weeks yeah. because of these situations. If, if, if you just switched us in Ohio State, you think Ohio State suspends their, their football coach over the cheeseburger incident? Absolutely for three, not. Absolutely not. No. But Michigan does, and Michigan's going to be Michigan. And here we go. We're a little bit higher and mightier than you, and I'm a Michigan guy. But this is my school, and this is what we do to people that don't follow the line. And I think in some way, Jim has not followed the line that some people like in Ann Arbor. And I think, Bill, I, you know what, when you say why doesn't he tell him to stick it, because I don't think he wants the distraction for his team. I think he wants the, the, his team to understand that, hey, life's not always fair. And that's basically what he said in his statement. You know what, sometimes you got to accept stuff and move on, and especially if it's for the benefit of your football team and not being the distraction, yeah. when you've got a chance to win it all. And I think that that's the way that they, uh, they feel about this football team, and I think that's the way Jim Harbaugh feels. I'm, and I'm betting that everybody inside Schumbecker Hall feels like there's even a bigger fence around that building now without a doubt to keep everybody out of there it's it's everybody kind of taking shots at us and, and michigan versus everybody yeah no, no no it's not michigan you know this is harbaugh and his team versus everybody that's michigan then, well okay well, <laughs> well these players are going to go with their coach yeah well, and 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 i ask you as we kind of digest all this how many times publicly Okay, and Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, they know Michigan. 
and Michigan Athletics better than anybody. Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman. Since Ward Manuel and Harbaugh have been working together, how many times have, and I'll say this on both sides, how many times have you heard Harbaugh praise Manuel or Manuel praise Harbaugh? It's not It's not a ton, and there's no question that that relationship got icier when Jim Harbaugh's pay got cut in half in after the 2020 season. No question about it. I know where Jim Harbaugh was in the two weeks following that. I know that what he was telling people, or you know, and he doesn't say it publicly to his credit. So I don't think that's a great relationship. Well, I... I... I would say I, I'm sure I've read some some official quotes from Ward complimenting Jim sure. Harbaugh on the performance, obviously. But to be fair to Ward, I don't think Jim issues a whole lot of praise to other people that uh, aren't in his inner circle. That's not new of Jim's time in Michigan. I think that's just Jim. Mm-hmm. And so that doesn't surprise me to hear there's not a lot of public warm and fuzziness going on there. But again, in this scenario, I, I, if I'm Coach Harbaugh, I'm not happy. I'm, I may not be putting Ward on my Christmas list this year. I don't know. No, I think that was established, like you said, Chris. Uh, the contract dangling in the wind. There's been bad blood when Santa Ono took over. Here, here's the president. Do you know, right. Bill, the, the, the contract thing, again, let's be honest. Michigan was woefully underperforming coming off of that, that well, year. And Harbaugh's not his, free yeah. of any of the blame here. Harbaugh took a big okay. pay cut because he was not getting it done. He was, Harbor, not, right? he was he not was hitting not. the goals where he had the $7.5 million we were getting box, our, right? we, were, we were getting the floor mopped by Ohio State. Ohio State was using us as the mop to mop the floor every year, and yet we had football players because we've got guys going to the NFL, but we were getting destroyed by Ohio State, with, not even with thir- within 30 points. And so we were terrible for a two or three your stretch to Michigan's standards. And losing to Michigan State. And Michigan yeah. State's rubbing Mel their nose. No, look so, at the contract Mel Tucker got mm-hmm. because exactly. he was too no so, so out of the box against Michigan. I think that you know Jim could be upset about taking the pay cut, but he wasn't worthy of making that kind of guaranteed money at the time. Right. And I'll say this, though, but then when you're slow, when you beat Ohio State two years in a row, yes. and you're slow to come back and say, okay, now, all right, you're where this program should be. It's humming. Let's make you one of the best, highest That's a different conversation. And I mean, and I do, do think, that. Yeah, and I don't think they've done that. And I know for a fact what he told somebody just, you know, four or six weeks ago, you know, well, I don't like being paid the fourth highest coach in the Big Ten or whatever it is. And uh, now I think that this contract is on hold a little bit with the NCAA from what I've heard because they don't want to put it in the thumb of the noses at the NCAA and say, forget you, this is our coach, and we're going to give them the biggest contract So Michigan's anyway. doing everything. And that's, and, and that's right. what I don't like. Right. Exactly. You are coach. You're exactly. doing Great job, and now it's time to pay you. Exactly. Yep. And you're waiting. You're, all I all I have heard, Chris, is we haven't finalized the contract because we're concerned about the NCAA stuff. Oh, and then Michigan God. does the self-imposed, right. bend the knee, bow down to the NCAA, and Harbaugh misses out on the deal, at least for the time being. He will miss three games, self-imposed, when the NCAA said they would not accept it. So why do you even venture down that road if you knew they wouldn't accept it? Uh, this smells. And I said it yesterday, and as we hear more about Harbaugh not happy about it, when we don't know who's coaching this team against East Carolina a week from Saturday, we do not know the head coach. 
Doug Skeen could coach that team to a win. Well, oh, Skeen. You could, you could coach that team to a win, Bill. Come on. No, I yeah. think Skeen, Skeen should uh, just take them down the tunnel. I, and I know you're going to have the coordinators. Everybody knows their job, Doug. I get all that. Harbaugh's not perfect, by the way. Mm-mm. I know at one time I used to call him Jesus Harbaugh. Uh, but he's, you know, he's not the almighty. Uh, but the timing of all this, less than two weeks out, on game one of a season that could be a national championship year where your program is right there with the big boys in college football that everybody connected to Michigan wanted when Jim Hackett went out and got Harbaugh and you got this garbage. And you know what it makes me want to do? I'm being honest. I don't even want to talk about Michigan football because when I look at a company and if I think their hierarchy is slimy or dirty or there's politics involved, man, it takes away. And I know the team and the guys working hard and the people connected and the alums and the boosters and those of you that buy a ticket. But how Michigan has done business, I've watched it, man. I've watched it through Rich Rod and Brandon and Bill Martin, and we've seen it all. And you know what? I believe in the last two years, they finally got it right. And when Santa Ono took over and he defended Harbaugh publicly without even circling in Ward Manual, I thought they were on the path to doing things different. But you know what? Michigan is a powerful institution with powerful is a board of trustees, regents, yep. whatever their official title is. I know it's different regents. Yeah, regents between Michigan and Michigan State. That even the president, yeah, you haven't heard a word about this, at least last time I checked. Yeah. Right? But I know he's involved. But the thing is is that, you know, the one thing that people need to realize is he's not the athletic director. And I think he was a big reason that Jim Harbaugh stuck around and that that relationship was mended after this season. But now if the president didn't stick up and stop this. Well, I think that and he's... And okayed it. Yeah. And, but you know what? He's got bigger things to worry about, man, at, at the university. There's a well, strike, a GA strike going I on. I know. I saw something about an AI center, artificial intelligence. I think they're going to invent a coach who's not real. <laughs> uh, I just think it's... Uh, I, I know it... You know, 24 hours ago before this story broke, or maybe even two days ago with Skeen, it seemed to be a non-story. Not a lot of meat to it. Yeah. But the way it was delivered, the way it is unfolded, the way it is right now sitting today, yeah. a school as big as Michigan, the number two team in America, there's no other team in the top 25 doing this garbage. There's just, not. Bill, you just hit it on the head right there. This was kind of a non-story. Everybody was excited about the team and the start mm-hmm. of the season. And this in this whole NCAA cheeseburger gate thing, who knows what you want to call it, uh, was sort of smoldering, kind of fading away, and let's talk football, right? And then Michigan just threw gasoline on this fire. Yeah. And now it's a big thing, and everybody's talking about it. And and uh, I said yesterday, I'm sure the players are, are not paying attention to this, but it's a it's a point of interest that's not directly related to how, how well our offense is going to execute a passing game, which is what we really wanted to be talking about. Exactly. We've got been, been 25 minutes already that we've been talking about this. When we came up here to talk about... Are you timing my show now? Not in the least. <laughs> no, I'm saying that this is, you know, we wanted to talk about who's going to be, the t- who are the tackles going to be, and who's the other corner and stuff like that. And one thing I'm going to ask you, Bill, is when you look at the NCAA, doesn't this doesn't it just seem like they have it out for this guy? I mean, is, is somebody scared... Of, of Jim Harbaugh where, you know what, you look at the 
the satellite camps and all these SEC coaches are like, oh, you can't come down here and, and do this and do that. So they all of a sudden, boom, satellite camps are canceled. Now you've got the rest of the country is laughing about this. There are a couple of pockets of fan bases that are like, see, Jim Harbaugh's a cheater, like your goofy. Okay, uh, who's where is the director of enforcement for the NCAA from? I don't know, but the vice president. Alabama. Yeah, the vice president Alabama. who's commenting on it has two degrees from Alabama. Alabama. And it just and you think you know what? I, I can tell you stories that I've heard about kids that have gone to Michigan about their trips to Alabama that would blow your mind. What I say yesterday, I, I think the Big Ten with the addition of Washington, Oregon, USC, and UCLA next year is a sexier looking conference in the SEC. I'm not I'm not saying better football, mm-hmm. better better TV. Look uh, look at the multifamily and networks. There is more visibility in the Big Ten beginning next year than there is in the SEC. And and when you look at why Harbaugh, I was thinking about this last night. Why Harbaugh? Check the rankings. One and two are in Alabama, Georgia. Right. Mm-hmm. Michigan's number two. Who's been to the Final Four the last two years? Mm-hmm. Okay? What, what program is coming along with the Big Ten, along with their uh, deals, where the SEC has been painted as dirty, and, oh, they get 200 violations with Tennessee, and there's, there's no coaches missing games. No. You know, I, well, Hypo wasn't there. Mm, no, you know, what's your penalty? And I think they fear Harbaugh, the power of Michigan, and that Harbaugh hasn't rolled out the million-dollar offers yet. Now, some of us say, hey, when this McCarthy class is gone, could that catch up with them? We don't know with NIL, right? But Michigan is number two, and there's no other program. Well, matter of fact, the two programs nationally who have taken a hit in the last month and a half have been who? From what conference? Northwestern? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michigan. Right. Yep. Do the math. Tonight on A&E Investigates, <laughs> Ballas, Skeen, and Simonson venture deep into the South to find out why Harbaugh is being raked over the coals. i got to get to a timeout, guys. We're going to actually talk about uh, Michigan. We're going to get a big wheel up here from Matt Golden, uh, the CEO and GM, and we're going to spin the wheel on who's going to coach Michigan uh, a <laughs> week from Saturday. And we may invite people to enter a contest where you could coach the Wolverines. Best sideline seats out there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I know it's East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, but a school this big. I, I think you get the culture of Michigan versus the culture of football versus the culture of 2023 with backroom politics, and that's what we have right now. Harbaugh's not an angel. I get it. But what he's done the last two years, at least in my mind, he's done it the right way, even though the NCAA and his own school don't believe he has. Doug Skeen, Chris Ballas. They do the Michigan football podcast at thewolverine.com. If you haven't heard it, you need to. It is liquid love to your ears. That doesn't exactly sound right, but we'll go with it. <laughs> it is a football cat podcast, Bill. Just want to make that clear to everybody. <laughs> 
Uh, Superfly Hayes is back at the 96-1, the game flagship studios in downtown Grand Rapids. We're on the patio here at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Tea time, stay and play packages for the fall. Uh, they have a Labor Day weekend uh, special with music, entertainment, dueling pianos, 54 holes of golf, three-night stay. I think less than 400 bucks a person. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature shots, and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they They can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan. Through September 10th, you could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show. 
show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is the 2023 Tellymore Golf Resort Fall Football Summit. We're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com joining me. Uh, we will talk about Michigan, the Lions, the Big Ten uh, coming up here uh, at the top of the hour. Get your thoughts, Doug, on uh, what you think Michigan uh, will do. I think you're going with undefeated. I'm going with undefeated. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com away from uh, the Harbaugh story. Chris, what would you say is the lead story that the Michigan fan base is thinking about, talking about, besides this Harbaugh suspension? Yeah, just basically getting over the hump in the in the playoff, right? And beating Ohio State again, winning a third straight undisputed Big Ten title for the first time in program history, by the way. Yeah, because we tied the third year. Yes, exactly you yep. did. So, you know what? But And I know that the good thing about it is that these guys, these veterans like Doug Skeen, who played at Michigan in the 90s, they want these guys to be better than them. They want them to. Oh, yeah. It's like a father with their kid. You know, you want your son to be better than you. And uh, that's why when you were so honest and you are disgusted at the direction of the program several years ago and you spoke your piece, you know what? These guys had a, a hand in, in building this thing. And, and that's why they want the program to do so well. So, But that would be a phenomenal story if they can beat Ohio State for a third straight year. You know what? Two years ago, we were like, are they ever going to beat Ohio State again? Yeah. And now, look at them. You know, one thing I'll say, that a national championship for Harbaugh, and I want to ask you to this question, and we'll kind of put this Harbaugh suspension conversation uh, to bed. If he wins a national championship, does he leave? It depends on his options. You know, if he's got some NFL options. Does have... it depend of J.J. McCarthy? I, I would say, no. Bill, if, if, if Michigan's offense improves to the point where it has that dynamic passing attack, and we're ranked top 10 in the rushing offense again, which we're expecting to do, and we're in a top 10 passing efficiency, and you see dramatic development in the, in the guys on the edge of the offense and everything that having to do with the passing game, and, and Jim goes and gets this done, I, I do believe the NFL is going to give him a shot, and I do think he'll take it. Not because so much he would be running away from Michigan, which he might be at this point, but but I th- I think that he had boy he was within a first down or two or a touchdown of a Super Bowl championship, and I think you get a taste of that. His brothers got one. He was close. If he got over the hump and had the big college trophy, the the national championship, the only thing left to put on a resume is a Lombardi trophy, and I wouldn't surprise me one bit to have him go chase that and I wouldn't blame him and he said that he said that and when he was flirting with Minnesota he said if it was if the interview had gone according to he said then I wanted to go and he said if it had been right I would have been going he yeah. said I've got that itch you get that close and it was his brother who beat him for that I, Super I know. Bowl. Yep. that's the craziest part <laughs> so he's got that on his mantle and anytime yeah. Jim visits there it is the yeah. one that he could have had and his brother has instead we were talking about, okay, if Harbaugh is done after this year, if the BS uh, away from the football field is just too much for him and he wants to go chase that uh, Super Bowl trophy dream, we were thinking about options. And I really think the, the most likely option would be Ross, the one of the biggest Michigan benefactors, boosters. And uh, if the Dolphins underachieve, they're in a loaded division now with Rodgers and the Jets and Allen and the Bills and what they have. Harbaugh in Miami. 
Could be the perfect fit. San Diego, I think. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. You're right with the Chargers, with the quarterback. You got that kid. There you go. He's uh, gone now. Now that you just brought that up. (laughs) I I believe Harbaugh, a year from now, Harbaugh's not at Michigan. I'll make that prediction. I'm not going to say that. That's a stretch at this point. You're saying it's a stretch now? No, I say it's a stretch just because. My opinions are a stretch? No, no. (laughs) Just this one. Like Wake Ballester, there's so many things that need to happen. Right. And, and, And first and foremost, Michigan needs to develop a passing offense. Right. I, I've said this before. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to get an NFL offer until this passing attack becomes far more than what it has been. The, the rushing attack is no questionably awesome. They're really good at it. But you can't just go into the NFL and think you're going to off-tackle your way to a Super Bowl title. It ain't going to happen. But it only takes one. It takes one team. And two years ago, it was Minnesota. Last year, it was Denver. Who was he wins very, a national championship. He'll be attractive to the San Diego Chargers if they underachieve. See, Chargers, Which they Dolphin, have been. Yeah, Dolphins, Chargers are in that same yeah. boat. Yeah. You know, a lot, I, I, lot I would of investment and new quarterbacks, rotated coaches in, nothing's working. Even if even if he doesn't win the national championship this year with this Michigan team, and yet his, his passing offense develops to a level that's eyebrow-raising, there's a good chance he goes and chases that NFL trophy. All right, fellas, uh, we will talk Michigan football, the Big Ten. Get your thoughts on the Lions coming up here in just about 15 minutes. Chris Ballas and Doug Skeen for the Michigan football podcast that you can hear at thewolverine.com. Joining us at the beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. You can book a fall tee time or stay and play package right now at tullymoregolf.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it, did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, 2023, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt blue light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt blue light. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge, where you can experience a unique Pure Bar class taught by world-class instructors on Grand Rapids' iconic Blue Bridge. Check-in begins on Wednesday, September 6th at 7 p.m. The class will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are 25 bucks, and all proceeds from the event support Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Wednesday, September 6th is a date. Get more Info at VAI.org. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. 
Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Road Show is on the patio here at the beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort. In Canadian Lakes, Michigan, want to thank Matt Golden and his team for their hospitality. Yesterday, Doug Skeen, Chris Ballas, John Borden, all from the Wolverine.com, and myself. We had a chance to golf St. Ives, which is part of the Tullymore Golf Resort. Dan Peterson uh, heads up the golf at St. Ives. He joins us live here on the porch and patio at the Tullymore Golf Resort. How you doing, my man? Doing very well, thank you. Everything going good? Yeah, everything's great. It's always good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Huh? Sorry I didn't have your mic up there. Uh, St. Ives, uh, great shape. Played Tullymore today. Just fabulous conditions uh, for a, a top-level golf course and resort. Uh, your thoughts on what 2023 has been like so far for St. Ives and Tullymore and the resort? Oh, it's been a busy year. Everything's been really good. Like you said, conditions are great. Um, Ryan Riesenberg, our superintendent over there, and his staff do a phenomenal job. And we're ready to get into fall and see some colors changing and get into probably the best season of uh, Michigan golf. Yeah, so when you uh, talk about the difference in golf seasons from summer to fall, and when you look at uh, the trees everywhere where I'm looking from, at my vantage point right now, actually seeing some of the uh, trees starting to change. What is fall golf like uh, at St. Ives and at Tullymore? Uh, they're they're perfect for fall golf. You know, St. Ives gets you right through the hardwoods, and with all that elevation change, when the colors start to change, you get some gorgeous views out there. Um, you know, right on one there at St. Ives, you're overlooking, can see the lake in the background, can see trees forever. Um, it's beautiful. Uh the popularity uh, and growth, that word again that I mentioned, uh, with new golfers you've seen at St. Ives uh, here at Tullymore. Let's talk about over at St. Ives, new faces in 2023. What's been the feedback on first-time golfers at St. Ives? Oh, it's been phenomenal. I, I, I think they can't believe how dramatically different the two properties are. Um, you know, they play Tullymore. Tullymore is well-known, just made it back into the top 100. And then they get to St. Ives and realize how how different the courses are, how challenging they are, how beautiful they are. Um, feedback's been great. Dan Peterson uh, heads up golf at St. Ives, which is one 18-hole layout with the Tullymore 18-hole layout. Uh, the focus of the Tullymore uh, Golf Resort. Also, uh, Dan, a big Wings fan. So we were just talking uh, about the off season and 
uh, Stevie Y has made some moves and uh, building a team that I think should be in the playoffs uh, next spring and a team that could be on their way to contending for a Stanley Cup here in the next two to three years. Yeah, I think they're on their way. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves and call playoffs next year, but um, he's made some good moves with what he could make. I mean, the free agent class wasn't that strong this year, and he, he got what he could, made some moves. He got a full blue line of full NHLers now. Um, even with an injury, you still have some depth there to replace him, and with Debrinkit and hopefully getting some more scoring there, we'll see what they can do. And the pickup of Dan Petrie's son uh, was solid. Again, that blue line, the improvement there, improvement in Debrinkit and scoring. You did have an idea to sign Patrick Kane for a year. And yeah, why not, right? Why not? I mean, you know, veteran <laughs> leadership, all that. That's why I like Petrie. I like Debrinkit. I, I think this is my best Stevie Y offseason that gives me confidence that they'll be on their way back to the playoffs and who knows another Stanley Cup. Eh, we're certainly hoping so. I think it's a pretty cool story with Petrie wearing the same number as his That's dad That's awesome, there. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and, and you're a pretty cool guy Dan Peterson heads up golf at St. Ives, part of the Tullymore Golf Resort. You want to check out that golf course, book a tee time, stay and play package go to TullymoreGolf.com Dan, we'll talk soon. Yeah, always good to see you. Yeah, Dan Peterson and joining us on the patio. It is our 2023 Tellymore Fall Football Summit with the Wolverine.com here at the Tellymore Golf Resort. Like we just mentioned, book that tea time and stay and play package today at TellymoreGolf.com. Big, bad, huge. 